Blog Talk Radio. Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Well, folks, I'd like to welcome the uh, National Tile Contractors Association uh, as a sponsor, our very first sponsor for the show. Uh, we've done, this I think is number 60 or number 59 show, so uh, we've been going strong here. We have an interesting uh, interview coming up here. We're gonna, today we're going to be talking with uh, Artex Americas about membranes. So let me see if I can get our guest, William White, on the line here. Uh, click him in. William, are you there? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Sounding good. Great. Uh, how are things out there on the West Coast? Oh, it's just another rainy day in Portland. Yeah, there you go. I won't tell you how nice it is here <laughs> than here in Florida. Hi, William. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, give us a little bit of your background. Obviously, you're with Ardex, but uh, a little bit about, about you. Absolutely. So my name is William White. Uh, I am the West Coast Tile and Stone Team Leader for Ardex Engineered Cements. Uh, I am also an NTCA state ambassador for Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana, and Alaska. Uh, I also am a committee member on the Columbia Tile Trade Joint Apprentice Training Committee and uh, previously an instructor at the Northwest College of Construction. So I've been with Artix going on eight years now. Prior to Artix, I worked for a couple other major manufacturers in the flooring industry, uh, flooring and tile. And prior to that, I was a tile and flooring contractor. Uh-oh. So I've been in the <laughs> been in the business for going on twenty eight years now. Well, you're almost as old as I am. <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> no, not not quite. But 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 you're getting there. You're getting there. Okay. One one of the things I wanted to concentrate on today is some of the things we really I really haven't covered much in our in our show. And you sound like you're the perfect person. For this is let's talk a little bit about membranes now you know as you're aware and I'm sure our listeners are aware you know there's various names for different types of membranes and you know we've got expansion membranes fraction membranes soundproofing membranes could kind of run down for me just you know real quick the type of membranes that, that are out there and then we'll get into the particulars here absolutely so so the the way that I see it and, and kind of the way the industry looks at it is we have three basic kinds of waterproofing membranes out there. We have liquid-applied waterproofing membrane or, or fluid-applied waterproofing membrane. These are the, the paint-on styles. 
we have sheet-applied membranes. Uh, so these are going to be typically um, a sheet that's, that's applied with thinset behind it. Um, and then also uncoupling membranes can also provide a waterproofing function as well. So that gives us three different options for waterproofing. And, and that's I, th I think a, there's a lot of confusion in the industry because I know <clears throat> when, when I go out and do inspections and talk to you know even seasoned installers they tend to they tend to confuse uh, confuse these these membranes. So let's talk a little bit. I mean, let me give you some examples to, to talk about. Is there a difference between a fracture membrane and an isolation membrane? So technically. Yes. Um, so uh, an extension membrane or a fracture membrane, um, so there, there can be a, a difference between they're functionally the same, um, and an isolation membrane is going to prevent cracks from, from coming through that substrate as opposed to a, a fracture membrane, it, it, they're both essentially the same thing. One is addressing existing cracks, and one is preventing any future cracks from coming through the membrane, you know, through our tile work. Right, right. So where where would we use each one of those? I mean, give us a, a, a situation as to where we would use either one of those membranes and why. Um, absolutely. So, so a an anti fracture is is going to be applied over top of a say an existing concrete slab, and that's going to prevent any movement, whether that be shrinkage movement, because slabs do change over a period of time. A slab of concrete is kind of always in constant flux, and that's going to you know rolled out over top of that substrate is going to prevent any cracks from coming through and, and therefore disrupting our, our tile over top. So right. typically when we're talking about an anti-fracture, it's, it's over top of a concrete substrate. And what about the isolation membrane? So an isolation membrane is, is typically um, going to going to be used where there's an existing crack. So, so that same concrete slab, we're putting down an anti-fracture across the whole thing to address any future cracks, where that isolation membrane is applied over top of an existing crack to address that to prevent it from uh -huh. furthering or, or coming up through the, the tile work. Exactly. Now, Another confusing thing is that um, – well, let me just ask ask it this way. I'm trying to figure out – I'm going through my mind here how to ask you this question, but uh, let's yeah, talk about yeah. it. Let's, let's go back to concrete slabs again. Um, let's say we have a concrete slab that, that we know we need a fracture membrane. Let's say we have some hairline cracks or something, but we're going to put a fracture membrane down. But we also have mm -hmm. an issue with possibly vapor coming up through the concrete. Would a fracture membrane also serve as a vapor membrane, a waterproof membrane, or are they two different things, or are they one and the same, or can they be one and the same? Um, typically, when we're talking about vapor, that's coming up through the slab, but a waterproofing 
is actually from the top side down. So typically, uh, vapor is a much smaller water molecule, right. much smaller molecule than water. So I make the assimilation to a Gore-Tex jacket. You know, like I said, it's raining today here in Portland. So a lot of people run around in a Gore-Tex jacket, which is, is kind of like a piece of plastic, but it allows the, the sweat or, or vapor to go out, but it stops the raindrop from going down. That's kind of like how a, a waterproofing membrane is not typically going to be a vapor management system um, because of the perm rating normally right. because it's right. meant to just stop water not necessarily stop you know water vapor coming through a slab right. now there are systems out there that do address water vapor um, in in some of the other flooring assemblies such as carpet tile or hardwood and so forth water vapor is a huge thing so there are you know 100% solids uh, epoxy systems that are put down that will manage vapor, but that's typically a different function than in actual waterproofing. Makes sense. Now, you you had mentioned, I, I think, at a few minutes ago about a, a liquid versus a sheet a sheet membrane. Obviously, it's pretty much self-explanatory. But uh, where would you? you I mean, are, are there an advantage? Well, let me put it to, uh, several questions actually. Uh, the first yeah. question being, is there where would you use a liquid membrane? Uh, and where would you use a sheet membrane? Are they interchangeable? Is it a matter of preference? Because I know a lot of guys out there, you know, prefer one over the other. But what's your opinion there? So a lot of times it does come down to personal preference and or what's specified on the project. So, you know, certain architects or, or builders may have a preference one way or other, and they'll have their specifications written accordingly that they want a liquid applied or they want a sheet membrane. Um, there are definitely some pros and cons to, to both systems. Um, sheet membranes, you know, pros on a sheet membrane is that they're going to have a lower perm rating. Um, for example, the, the sheet membrane that Ardex manufactures is called SK175, and that's 0.04 perm rating. Mm. Now, the con, so that's a very low perm rating. Now yeah, the cons true. to the negative side to a sheet applied membrane is that you get a considerable buildup when you have several layers overlap at say a corner or where you're coming out of a niche or wrapping a curb, a bench. These type of, of intersections are going to have multiple layers which can start to get considerable buildup. So then moving to a liquid applied membrane, you know, the, the positives there are much easier to apply, you know, less buildup, you know, in, in places like corners and so forth. Um, but again, there are negative sides to a liquid applied as well. You know, sometimes it may take multiple coats. Um, you know, they, they may have a longer dry time and, the liquid-applied membrane can also be a little temperature-sensitive, both to the high side and low side mm -hmm. to the temperature rating. Um, so we, we do need to be aware. Yeah, do need to be aware of that when working with a liquid-applied product. 
you know, uh, 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 you know, with the liquid applied membranes. Also, what I've seen is that uh, the thickness is very important. You know, they'll follow your your directions as far as how thick you put those things down. But with with that said, I mean, w- what type of failures do you see out there with with both those type of membranes? Uh, you know, and, and unfortunately, waterproofing is one of those places where I see a lot of failures, and I'm I'm sure you see it in your business as well. Oh, yes. Um, most most commonly is the tie-in where connections are being made, connections to plumbing penetrations, connections to the drains, um, you know, in swimming pools and things like that where lights are coming through. Like those those intersections are where we see a lot of a lot of failure, as well as the changes of plane. Meaning, you know, your floor to wall, your wall to wall, where those are not addressed correctly with either the proper thickness or a reinforcing fabric being used at those changes of plane. You know, unfortunately, that's where I see, you know, that's where an assembly is going to see a lot of its movement is right there at the change of plane. And I see a lot of guys skip over that and unfortunately can lead to a failure down the road. Absolutely. Now, so does does Ardex, I mean, obviously Ardex has those products we've been talking about. Do they also offer, you know, training uh, for these particular products? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we do a lot of, a lot of different training um, from, you know, we have our Ardex Academy opportunities for, for trainings um, as well as, supporting job starts or, or job site training as well. Um, so we can, all of the, all of the Artex field personnel are technically trained at Artex. So anyone that's in the field can offer that job site support. We also have a dedicated team of, of technical representatives, both in our head office, that's in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, as well as technical field representatives that are attached to every one of our manufacturing locations across the continental U.S., and they will actually provide job site support as well. Great. Wonderful. Let me uh, stop you there a minute before I go on, and let me give out the phone number here. If anyone wants to call in and ask uh, William a question, it's uh, 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. I'm also broadcasting live on Facebook. Uh, For those of you on Facebook, you can see my face. You can't see William. Uh, I'm not (laughs) sure you can hear him. I'm not sure you can hear him on Facebook. I'm still kind of trying out this new Facebook thing, so if not, Please go to the link uh, in the uh, that I posted on, on the Facebook page. But if you have a question, you want to type it in on Facebook as well, or simply call in with a question. Uh, that that will work as well. All right, let's talk about um, when it comes to installing uh, the uh, membranes, uh, not not those not the liquid applied, but the sheet type membranes. The type of mortars mm-hmm. that are used to apply them. Do you see first of all what type of mortar would you use, and do you see errors there as well? So the the biggest key there is to always follow the membrane manufacturer's recommendation. So Bingo. whatever the membrane manufacturer says, that's what you've got to do. Um, you know, with Ardex, we recommend that our membrane be applied with a 118.4 or better mortar. So it could be a 118.4, 118.11, or a 118.15 mortar. 
um, which are all going to be your modified mortars. So again, it's always important to follow the, the membrane manufacturer's recommendation on that one, though. Yeah, and I, and I agree. And I, I think some of the mistakes I see is that, uh, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, but I see a lot of problems when someone uses, say, say they use your membrane and then they use someone else's mortar. And I, I usually don't recommend that. I usually recommend, you know, stick with one manufacturer. Would, would you agree with that? Stick within a system. Absolutely. Yes. Stay within a system. You know, if they, manu you know, pick a system, like you said, stay within that. And if they manufacture mortars, use their mortars. If they manufacture, you know, use all of the products that you can from a single manufacturer. That's going to streamline your warranty. And if there's ever a problem down the road, you, you don't get in the situation of where everyone's pointing at everyone else. Exactly. And I agree with that 100%. Now, I want to get into the products a little bit. But before I do, um, one of the questions I, I want to ask, and that is waterproofing membranes applied to interiors versus exterior. Are, is there a difference? Are they the same? Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, yes. So some of the some of not all waterproofing membranes are approved for exterior use. And, and so, again, it's important to, to understand from the manufacturer what, mem what membranes they approve and recommend for an exterior application because that is going to be one of our most demanding installations is anytime we're doing tile or stone outside. Do you find, and this is just a, something that popped into my head off the off the cuff here. Do you find, um, you know, actually, it's not a membrane question per se. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> I'll just ask the question, <laughs> and we'll, we'll take we'll take it from there. Right. Uh, one one of the failures I see a lot of um, is uh, resin back materials, whether it's a fiberglass or whether it's a resin back materials, and and installers out there not using the proper proper setting mortar. Not only do we get a bond breakage between the back of the tile, but sometimes we'll also get a bond breakage on the membrane itself. Do, do you see that as well? So so yes, um, any resin backed material, especially when we're talking about stone. It's really important to get a, a quality manufacturer involved that cares about what is the chemistry of that resin backing because we don't always know. You know, sometimes that resin is applied in a quarry that could be halfway across the world. And tracking right. down exactly what that is, whether is it is it a true epoxy, is it a is it a polyester? Sometimes we don't know. And the best thing that you know anybody can do in that situation is partner with their manufacturer, get a piece for testing, and have it sent to their technical department to ensure a proper recommendation for adhering to a resin-backed material because not all of those resin-backs are the same. So, no. so it can it can lead to potential issues down the road where I've seen it where all the tile in an entire steam room in a commercial setting all of it came out completely clean and, and it was just yep. super dis, super disheartening to everybody involved that, you know, they spent all this money on the installation and now they were going to have to one buy a, a different material that was approved in, in a steam application because this material was not. 
and then two, pay to have it all reinstalled again. You know, so it's unfortunately that's a that's a really tough situation where yes. if they've just done a little bit of research on the front side will save a lot of pain on the back side. Absolutely. All right, let, let's talk about why don't you run me down run down some of the some of the products. I mean obviously we're talking about membranes and setting materials, but let's run down some of the products that Ardex has and I'll let you take it from there. Absolutely. So, you know, we we talked about three different basic types of waterproofing membranes. So at Ardex, we have all those different categories covered. On the liquid applied membranes, we have two different products that are liquid applied. SK-175 is a pre-mixed. You kind of open the lid up and, and roll it out. You're good to nice. go. Um, two coats, no minimum mill thickness required on that. Uh, it does require a reinforcing fabric called SK mesh at the change of plane. Um, we know that that's where there could be potential failure. So we, we require that on all of our liquid applied products. Um, we we require that SK mesh to be used. Then we actually have a cement-based waterproofing called 8 plus 9. Uh, mm -hmm. 8 plus 9 is unique in that it is available in two colors. It has a gray version, which is actually more like a dark black. It also comes in a white version, which recently there was some conversation. I think even just this morning there was some conversation about a white waterproofing because of a translucent glass tile. So instead of mm. seeing possibly a shadow cast by the waterproofing membrane, you can have a pure white substrate that isn't going to cast any color into a translucent tile or even possibly a translucent stone. Then That's moving great. to the sheet of, yeah, yeah. Then moving to the sheet applied products, um, we actually have a sheet applied that is called SK175. SK-175, it has that perm rating, 0 0.04. It has all the accessories as far as inside corners, outside corners, pipe collars, to, to deal with or address some of those typical plumbing penetrations that are, you know, that are faced on the job. We also talked about uncoupling membranes can be a waterproofing barrier as well. Ardex has flex bone is our uncoupling system. And so the Flexbone UI740 can be addressed with the SK175 banding at all the seams to create a waterproof installation as well. So those, and are, the, those are the, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, are those uh, most of the products that Ardex has? Those are our waterproofing options. Now, we okay. were talking about are all waterproofing membranes approved for exterior? Well, the SK-175 is an interior-only product where the 8 plus 9 can be used both interior and exterior, as well as the SK-175 can be used both interior and exterior. Great. All right, I'll put you on a spot with a question, <laughs> and that is, uh -huh. uh, if you if you were to give one piece of advice to installers out there when it comes to trying to prevent some of these failures, what would it be? Follow the directions. Yeah, when that's what mine is doubt, The beauty of the of the interwebs that we have now, you know, with social media and Facebook groups and and 
you know, every major manufacturer has an app available. There are there's so many people out there willing to help. If you don't know or are unsure, reach out and get some clarification. And, you know, a lot of manufacturers like Gardex will come to your job site, even if it's, you know, even if you're pretty sure when it comes to waterproofing, let's be 100% sure. Let's get some job site support. Let's, let's make sure that things are 100% correct. Absolutely, and I'll give a shout out to the uh, guys out there for the Global Tile Posse, as well as the Tile Geeks, and of course our our uh, sponsor here, the National Tile Contractors Association. All those guys are great, and you're right. I mean, they're all there to help. It's, you know, I, I remember back in the day. I've been in this business almost 40 years now, and I remember back in the day, everything was such a big secret. No one would share their tips and advice. But what today has changed. It's it's really great. People like you and today others out there. Today has changed. It's a it's a community now. It's a community about raising, raising everybody up, you know, better standards, better practices, making best practices a daily thing. Absolutely. And I, I love it. I mean, I'm advocating that for years and I'm finally glad to see that's being done in our industry, which only makes us a better industry. Uh, doesn't uh, do good for me when it comes to failures, but unfortunately uh, we have guys out there that are still not following the rules and, the proper standards and rec guidelines and uh that keeps me in business but uh that's that's what it is um any any last words before we give out your contact information and the website etc um no I, again I, I i guess the biggest thing that i would stress is is always follow the manufacturer's recommendations whoever it is you're using you know and if you don't know reach out get some help, um, you know, whether it be through social media, whether it be direct to the manufacturer, you know, just, just always as best you can, you know, follow those recommendations. And get training. And get training. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. Some of the experienced guys that are out there that, and I'll just say it, they think they know it all. And like I said, I've been in this business 40 years. I've done everything from installation to fabrication. I still don't know everything. <laughs> I know a lot, but I don't know well, everything. And, and Fred, you know. would you agree with this, that our industry from the installation side didn't change for the longest time? No. And the materials kept changing, and now all of the installation side of our business we're kind of playing catch up because the industry moved forward and we didn't so much. And so, you know, I'm seeing where now from the installation side, the setting materials and so forth and grouts and waterproofing, like there's all kinds of advancements oh, with absolutely. all of our installation materials. Well, not only the installation materials, but also the, the type of materials we're installing as well. I mean, these big, large format tiles now, we didn't have those years ago. Glass tiles, those are rare years ago. So there are new challenges. And, uh, you know, and as the industry grows and these new materials come out, um, the only way you're going to learn is to, uh, you know, do, do the training, you know, and, and get the experience. Did I lose you there? Nope, absolutely. Oh, oh sorry, I, I, thought, I couldn't agree more. I thought I lost you there for a minute. All right, so uh, why don't we give out the, the the contact information, the website, and that if anybody wants to reach out and uh, uh, check you guys out. Absolutely. So the Arctic's Americas website is 
ArdexAmericas.com. That's A-R-D-E-X-A-M-E-R-I-C-A-S.com. 1-800 number or 1-888-512-7339. And that is a direct line for technical services. Great. All right, William, we appreciate the information, and uh, anybody who's not listening live, this will be archived, so they get to hear you and me again and again and again as many times as they want. So uh, I appreciate it, and hopefully I'll catch you at the, uh, at the next trade show. Absolutely. Fred, thank you for the opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. No problem, William. Have a great day out there. Keep dry. All righty. Bye. All right, folks. Uh, there we go. Uh, a couple of last-minute, uh, last-minute things. Uh, I, I obviously encourage you to, to check out uh, Artex's website there as well. I'll try to post a link on my, uh, on my Facebook page as well. Uh, I also want to thank again our, our new sponsor, NTCA, and the link is, uh, as I said in the very beginning on the uh, little promo there. It's tile-assn.com. Uh, check those guys out. Great, great group of guys as well. Um, and, uh, I will also mention, I have, uh, speaking of failures, my uh, class is coming up in January here in Las Vegas and, uh, it's filling up pretty quick. I think I've only got like three more spots left. So if you want to get on in that class, uh, definitely go ahead and check out stoneforensics.com. Go to the training tab there. Uh, in the meantime, if you uh, have a question, uh, simply send me an email at F Houston, that's F H U E S T O N at Gmail. Uh, dot com and uh, I don't think I'm going to uh, have a show next week. I'm actually going on a on a motorcycle vacation uh, beginning Tuesday, but I will have a another one. Just keep an eye on on the social media, and you'll see when that is. So, folks, and until next time, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. <laughs>